0: That's ljsinnercircle.com, or find the link in the show notes. Now, on to today's episode. Hey, my friends, Brent here from LearnJS Standards. Welcome to another episode of the podcast. During the month of August, we are doing a themed month called Free Masterclass August, where over the next four weeks, I'll be sharing with you different masterclasses that we've come out with in the past on Learn Jazz Standards. Masterclasses that range from topics on jazz improv and practicing and theory and really just all kinds of stuff to help you improve your jazz playing. These are special masterclasses that were presented at events such as our Learn Jazz Live Virtual Summits that we've had in the past and then a few other mediums as well. A special treat here For August to kind of end the summer here and jump right into September next month where, you know, a lot of us are going to be diving a little bit deeper. And so I want to give you guys a little bit of ammunition here to take into after the summer is over and start practicing. So while most of these masterclasses are originally in video, They work really well for the podcast and the audio format. You'll still get quite a bit from them. Today's masterclass is from our Learn Jazz Live 2022 virtual summit that we had. And this masterclass is called How to Effortlessly Improvise Amazing Jazz Solos. This is a masterclass that I gave at our virtual summit. And I know that you're going to find it really valuable talking about how do we go from you know, learning jazz language, like learning solos by ear and licks by ear, stuff like this, to actually bridging the gap to playing live, like going out and actually improvising so that stuff comes out naturally. Go over some really important strategies for how to do that. So without further ado, let's go ahead and jump right into that and go to the masterclass. right, welcome to Learn Jazz Live 2022. Brent Varstra here from Learn Jazz Standards. On behalf of me and my team, I want to welcome you to Learn Jazz Live 2022 and really excited to kick off this awesome virtual summit with an amazing speakers. I'm going to jump right into my presentation. This masterclass is called How to Start Effortlessly Improvising Jazz Solos. Three steps to bridge the gap between learning solos and improvising jazz solos. So we have a really big problem. There's a huge gap between learning jazz solos, learning jazz language, and actually improvising. I hear about this all the time in my community. I'm doing all the right things. Brent, I'm working on chord tone maps and guide tone maps, and I'm working on learning jazz solos and jazz licks. Yet when it gets time to actually get up there and improvise, there's something missing. I'm just not able to do it naturally and organically and get that language to come out in my playing. So I am going to be focusing this entire masterclass on trying to solve this problem to help you correct some of the common mistakes I see when going through this process, and some things that you can actually do to start bridging that gap. But first, let's go backwards. If you haven't been learning jazz solos, or even if you have been, let's review why learning jazz solos is so important to us as jazz improvisers. Well, to do that, I want to take you to the beautiful country of Greece, which is where my wife is from. We go there about once a year. This is a picture of a very classic Greek taverna, and sometimes uh, the family will go out to dinner. One time, I, I was sitting down at the table. I really wanted to ask for some wine, but I didn't know how to ask the server. So this is my my father-in-law, Panayotis, great man, and I asked him, how do I say that I'd like to have some wine to the server in Greek? So he told me, la ligo krasi para which means I would like some wine, please, right? La ligo krasi so now I know how to ask for wine in this particular context in this Greek taverna. Several things had to happen for this to come about. We needed a context first, right? That's the taverna, right? In a in a foreign country to me at least. And then then you have a teacher, and that's Panayotis, my father-in-law. And then we needed to have the language, right? Thaitha ligo krisi parakalo. And the beautiful thing about this is once I realized that that's how I ask for wine, I just needed to learn the name of something else, like water, nero, so I could say thaitha ligo nero parakalo. Now I know how to ask for for water. And then when I realized that thaithala means I would like or I want, right? Uh, I would like rather. Then I realize, okay, I just need to learn how to say other words, and I could say, I want. So just even by learning this one sentence, I've unlocked a bunch of other jazz language. So bringing this into the jazz context, our context could be, right, a two five one with a tritone substitution. That could be our context, our musical context we come across. And our teacher perhaps could be Sonny Rollins, right? Sonny Rollins is going to teach us how to say something over this context. And the language could be something like this... Just like a simple line just to outline those chord changes. And now I know how to say something simple over top of this particular musical context. However, here is the problem. Come bred, Brett. Good afternoon. What are you doing? How are you? Are the friends good? Good you 2022. That would be better. Yes, has. Honestly, when I'm hearing my father-in-law Paniotis talk to me, I'm realizing I don't really know what he's saying completely. I can pick out words and sentences but also the fact that he's saying all these things to me out of a context that I've practiced them before. I feel nervous. I can't respond immediately. And that, my friends, is the gap. That is the gap I am talking about. The knowing some language in a context, but not being able to apply it in whatever musical situation that we come across. And unless I'm Bill Murray from the movie Groundhog Day, I don't get the opportunity to plan out every single possible thing that could happen in my musical scenario. So how do we bridge the gap between learning jazz solos learning language and actually improvising jazz solos. Well, that's where a simple strategy I'm going to teach you comes into play. And that is my LCI strategy for translating musical language into actual improvisation. Now the LCI strategy will take you about a month to complete with one cycle through it. I always like to say that because people wonder that, well, how long should I be spending doing these sorts of things? You could apply this in about a month. And so let's go through the first step. The first step is learn. Okay. So we are going to learn a jazz solo or part of a jazz solo. The idea behind this, of course, is what are we doing already the correct way and what do we need to improve upon, right? Some of us are doing it like this. We're learning jazz solos by reading them and then it kind of ends there. So you're getting out the piece of paper and you're reading it through on your instrument. Now you are improving your reading skills and sure you might be getting some sounds into your ears just by going through it, but reading music is a completely different use of your brain than actually memorizing or learning things by ear. And I just said an important word there, memorizing. So even if you are going to learn jazz solos from sheet music, from transcriptions, the important thing is that at the very least, at the end of the day, you memorize it because we really need to be internalizing this language on a deep level for it to come naturally in our playing. So if you're going to do it by sheet music, memorize it for sure. But you also heard me say that learning by ear is really, really a powerful way to internalize jazz language, as well as, of course, improve your ears. Now, (laughs) before you get upset with me and go, hey, Brent, I've been told to do this before. It's really hard. I'm not good at doing it. I might just shut off this masterclass right now. Well, don't do that because how do we learn jazz solos by ear? I want to offer you a very simple process. It's called my LIST process, another acronym. If you're familiar with my work, you may have heard me talk about this before. Either way, this is really important and great review. So if you follow this process, I can pretty much guarantee you're going to know this jazz solo deeply. So let's go over the first one, and that is listen. So, listen is the very first obvious step but listen in uh, a non-active way is what i call it so inactive listening meaning you're listening to the jazz solo everywhere you go washing dishes going on runs in the car you don't have to be paying full attention to it it's just simply getting really familiar with it and you can do this looped for a week for three days however long you'd like so we're going to learn a a solo a a 12-bar blues solo we use this as an etude in one of my courses and uh, let's just learn this one so let's listen to what it sounds like Awesome. Really simple, powerful blue solo. doesn't have to be complicated, right? But we want to get that inside of our ears. So we're listening to it first. Now, the second step is internalize. So internalize is another phase of listening, but this is what we call deep listening. So deep listening is where you're making that your entire full attention. So as if you're watching a movie at a movie theater, you are just listening to that solo on repeat over and over again, like you're practicing. So sitting right down in your practice room and that's all you're doing is really listening deeply and really paying attention to every single note. This could take one practice session, two practice sessions, three days, one week, however you want it to be. The idea is we're really trying to ingrain this melody that we're learning. The third process is to sing. So singing is important. Uh, You may have heard this before, but to understand why it's because it really sort of proves that you have internalized it. You can whistle and hum as well. Don't have to sing. Pitches don't have to be perfect. Just an approximation. For example, let me go ahead and sing through this particular solo. (laughs) Dee da, ba do do do, Dee ba do do, Boo ba do do, Ba do ba dee da, Dee da, Ba do 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 do, Ba do do do, Da ba, So that is singing, right? That's the third step, being able to sing along with the recording, okay? Now, transfer is the fourth step. Transfer, and this is where we're actually going to transfer onto our instrument. However, I find that a lot of folks aren't doing a few things. Number one is they're not memorizing it, right? They're just sort of transcribing it, writing it down, like notating it. Notating is cool, but it's not really helpful as far as internalizing musical information. So we need to memorize it. And the other thing that I find that students are not doing right is they're not practicing in a way that's going to help them internalize it. So in comes my pizza practice plan. I talked about this in last year's virtual summit, Learn Jazz Alive 2021. We're going to really dive deep into this practice plan. It's so simple. The idea of it is here's a whole pizza I want to eat the whole pizza. How do I do that? Well, I have to slice it up into a bunch of different pieces. It's the same thing we're going to do with this transfer phase of learning this jazz solo. So session number one, first pizza slice, we're going to transfer the first bar. Now, how do I go about doing that? Right? We already can hear it. We've internalized it. We can sing it, but we simply just use the trial and error method. So how would I do the trial and error method? I go back to the beginning of the recording. Listen. do do where's that those are the first two notes on my instrument maybe it'll take you longer to figure it out it's okay especially if you haven't done this before learning by ear sometimes takes some time to do but i'll go through it note by note until i get to those first four bars okay that's the first four bars After you've done the the trial and error process of doing that, you may think to yourself, well, Brent, that's not enough music to learn in one practice session. I'm giving you permission to stop there. You don't have to learn anymore. You can practice that for 30 minutes, just that one line, right? Over and over and over again. Feel good about playing that on your instrument. The muscle memory starts to kick in. Then we move on to session number two. You're going to review the first four and then transfer the second four bar. So... the first four bars, then trial and error method, the second four bars. I'm just going to go ahead and play it. Okay, that's the second four bars. All right, that's session number two. Session number three, review the first eight and then transfer the last four bars. So... trial and error method the last four bars right so there we go session number three now session number four review the entire solo but of course make sure that you can play it along with the recording like this number four. Now you have internalized this solo. Okay. Now bonus slice right here. This is more advanced and that would be to transpose the solo into another key. You don't have to do this, but it's only going to help you internalize it even further by taking it to another context. Only thing I'm kind of offended by, by this picture is that what appears to be blue cheese on there, that that's, that's offensive, but bonus slices to transpose. Okay. So that's the learn step of the LCI strategy. Moving on to the next one, Super important, maybe the most important, and that is compose. And now composing is slowing the improvisation process down. The music you compose is coming from what you can imagine at this moment. The music you can imagine is more likely to naturally come out in your improvisation organically. So, you at this point have the tool of that jazz solo you just learned. You now have inspiration and ideas to work on and to implement into your own composition. Now, I don't mean notating it. You just simply want to memorize it, okay? So, slowly but surely, go about memorizing. So, I've come up with an absolutely groundbreaking plan for this. and That is... The pie practice plan and uh, spoiler alert it's a lot similar to the pizza practice plan so session number one compose the first four bars you can take as long as you want to do this but here's what i came up with okay that's my first four bars okay session number two review the first four and compose the second four bars so review do the second four bars okay that's the second four bars all right once we got that down remember i'm going through this very quickly but you can take as long as you want to do this right dream up your solo think hard about it enjoy yourself session number three we're going for the pumpkin pie now review the first eight and compose the last four bars so review Let's do the last four bars. So, right, let's do that. Okay, now let's add some whipped cream on top of that. Session number four review your entire composition. okay that is my composition right well of course the bonus the bonus slice here bonus slice cherry pie grand transpose right you can transpose your own solo into another key again this is more advanced but it's most certainly going to help you internalize your solo even better by adding that different context, again, context, to your learning process, okay? So that's learn, compose, and now we're gonna start improvising, okay? Learning, composing, improvising. Now, there's a big mistake that folks make when doing this. Now they think, let's just go through and improvise over the whole piece, but we don't have to practice improvising over the whole song all at once. It can be really a relief, a big load off your back to just realize that you can break down the song into smaller pieces. You don't have to practice improvising over every single context, right? So, and also another key is we can practice slow. We can practice as slow as we want. We don't have to practice at a medium tempo or an up tempo. We' can practice just as slow as we want because we need to give our brain time to think about these chord changes, right? We have musical information. We have the solo we learned. We have the composition that we just did. We probably have some other tools like chord tones and guy tones and other tools we can use as well, but we just need to jump into the water and get going. So not all at once and slow. Now you remember my father-in-law, Paniotis, right? Well, here's the thing. Every time we go to Greece, he likes to go and uh, order souvlaki. Souvlaki that's like meat on a stick, but specifically like a souvlaki gyro. It's the best street food you can possibly eat, in my opinion. Kind of like just this beautiful array of meat, uh, tzatziki, uh, fries, and a pita. It's, it's amazing, right? But every single time he asks me, how many would you like? I say, I, I want one. He always comes back with two or three, right? And so... <laughs> (laughs) I always end with a little bit of a stomach ache, and that's why we're gonna do the souvlaki practice plan this time, right? So kind of similar to the pizza practice plan and the pie practice plan in honor of my father-in-law, souvlaki practice plan, all right? So let's do this. Session number one, we're gonna improvise over the first four bars. Now, what are the first four bars? Take a look at the screen here. First four bars are C7, F7, and C7, okay? That's just three chords, right? And so we're going to spend as much time as we want looping this over and over and over again, OK? We're looping, looping, looping. This is where a tool like iReal Pro can come in handy. Uh, also, if you're a guitar player, you have a loop pedal, looping yourself, comping over and over again. If you're a piano player, just comp for yourself. Or abandon band in a box is another great tool just to loop chord progressions over and over again. And all you're worrying about is, how do I improvise over a C7, an F7, and a C7, right? And so you set it on a slow tempo and you just practice improvising, practice improvising, practice improvising. For the sake of time today, I'm not gonna do that, but spend as much time as you want, you know, 30 minutes, an hour if you want, just looping those three chords, those first four bars over and over again. Okay, session number two, improvise over the second four bars. Now, the second four bars is F7, F sharp diminished seven, C7, A7. So F7. F sharp diminished 7, C7, A7. How do we connect those chords together? We have material to work with, but when we actually improvise, it's going to feel different. Maybe you need to spend some time just going F7 to F sharp diminished 7 and looping that, right? If it's a especially hard passage like that. But spend your next session only looping F7, F sharp diminished 7, C7, A7. Okay? Now, moving on. Session number three. Improvise over the last four bars. Last four bars are D minor 7, G7, C7. That's why I love the blues. It has all the important chord progressions in jazz. So, master the blues. You're going to be doing great, right? So, it's D minor 7, G7, C7, right? Right? So two, five, one. How do I improvise over that? Loop it, loop it, loop it, loop it over and over and over again. So instead of working on the entire jazz blues form, what we're doing instead is we're breaking it down into smaller, more tangible, more manageable pieces for us to do. Then of course, on the last session, session number four, improvise over the whole blues form, right? So now, again, this is a totally separate session. This isn't the same day as a Different day, we're going to take a jazz blues and spend 20 minutes, 30 minutes, however long you have to practice, one hour, improvising, improvising, improvising over this jazz standard, okay? Now, guess what the bonus is? A little shot of ouzo to wash it all down. A little aperitif, if you will. Transpose, right? If you can improvise over a blues in another key, that's not only even more repetition and practice for you, it's a new context to work with. So that's the process. Learn, compose and improvise, right? Now, again, learn, compose, improvise, but learn with the list process, compose using the pizza practice plan, or the pie practice plan, or the souvlaki practice plan, whatever you want to call it, and then improvise using the same method as well. And we want to take things to the next level, we transpose, right? This is how we internalize information on a deep level, and then we slowly move it to our own ideas, composing, and then we move it to improvisation, the practice of reacting, right? Reacting. So, now I can improvise amazing jazz solos every single time, right? Every single time. Well, no, not not really, right? Because guess what? There's going to be a different context, right? Like this, tritone sub of two to five to a one, right? So totally, right? How do we improvise over that? That's a new context. Well, our teacher could be Miles Davis and our language could be this lick right here over top of that, right? So, we always need to keep repeating this process over and over again, learning more language, composing more, improvising more using these processes. If you do this on a consistent basis, my friends, I can pretty much assure you that you are going to be internalizing musical information better. Slowly but surely, over time, you are going to be more organically improvising amazing solos, right? Remember to have fun. Remember to enjoy yourself in this process. Remember to be curious. Remember to manage your expectations, right? This doesn't happen overnight. This happens over a period of time. But when you're focused on doing things so intentionally like this, this is where real, real magical things can start translating from the practice room out to your actual playing. Thank you so much for hanging out with me for uh, this wonderful workshop. Hope you really enjoyed it. I'm really excited to be here for Learn Jazz Live 2022. Hey, by the way, um, if you're not one of our Inner Circle members, we have a lot of fun practicing in our LJS Inner Circle membership. We work on learning new jazz standards every single month. We do composing. We work on chord tone exercises. We learn new etudes and solos. We have a great time in there. So if you haven't checked that out before, uh, there's going to be a link below this video and we'd love to have you join us. So check it out, the uh, LGS Inner Circle. Remember, enjoy Learn Jazz Live 2022. Take lots of notes, be intentional. Remember that knowledge without action isn't really knowledge at all, right? We need to take action on the things that we're learning. So take lots of notes, enjoy the other speakers, and we'll see you in the rest of the conference. Cheers. All right my friends present day brent back here again hope you enjoyed that masterclass uh like i mentioned at the end of the masterclass there if you're interested in joining us in our learn jazz standards inner circle membership we would love to have you join us we learn one new jazz standard every single month yeah, it basically ensures that you're improving every single month imagine doing that 12 times that's awesome right so Join us over at ljsinnercircle.com or you'll find a link to that in the show notes today, whether you're on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or on our actual website, listen to the podcast. Go check that out. Love to have you join us. We have a lot of fun over there. We're gonna be coming out with another great podcast next week, another masterclass as a part of our free masterclass August series. So make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and we'll see you back then. Cheers.